0: What is up and welcome in to the Easy Smoke and the GM podcast. I'm your host Ezra McCann and I'm joined as always by my outstanding co-host, the Chicago Public League legend, He's a Simeon a legend. He's a Grambling State legend. He played second base for the Tigers back in the day. He was all swag. It's Brandon Williams, a.k.a. Coach Smoke. And we got our NFL draft analyst for NBC Sports Chicago. You can catch all his work at NBCSportsChicago.com and the My Teams app. He is Glenn Morgan. He's our GM. And uh, gentlemen, how you guys doing? Hope, hope, hope the uh, the holidays went well for everybody. Yeah, it was, yeah. It was cool. No, wait, wait. We're still, I guess we're technically still in the middle of the holiday season. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Not, not quite done. Uh, not over yet. Yeah. Not over.
1: Looking forward to the new year.
0: I hear you. <laughs> I hear you. Smoke, you went to your first Bears game.
2: Yeah, I did. I
0: did on uh, on Christmas Eve. How was how was that experience in in the brutal cold?
1: Ironically, it's his first and his last Bear game <laughs> <laughs> after the month of November.
2: <laughs> that is very. I'll say. Possibly. Possibly true, cause I might go to the Minnesota game. Oh, baby, uh, pray, brother, it's not. Pray. You know what? I don't
0: think it's gonna be that cold though.
2: It, it's dependent. It, weather dependent. It yeah. is weather dependent. Yeah. But uh, but <laughs> but it wasn't. It wasn't as bad as I thought it would be. It was cold. Oh yeah, but I I was layered up. Like it was my feet was what was that really took the bulk of the beating yeah uh, uh being laid up i was able to you know sneak a water bottle of you know some good stuff in there yes sir uh, to keep me good that uh, definitely helps yeah it had some really good seats was you know in the uh end zone uh what end zone would that be i guess that's like the south end zone i think okay uh but yeah it, it was it was good to see i mean being there in person Seeing some of those guys up close, like you you see a difference in size and person than you do on TV. <laughs> I could tell you one person that shocked me with size was Jaquan Brisker. He's not as – he's actually much bigger in person than he is in game. I mean, on TV, I was a little shocked by that. Uh, of course, saw Josh Allen, you know, it, definitely a big dude. You know, it, it's a kind of a, I mean, with the weather being like it was, I didn't expect much different from what the game was. The final score does not indicate what that game was. No, and It was no. one score a game with five minutes left, and then it turned into an absolute blowout. I left. I actually left when they went up. They ended up scoring two more touchdowns, I think, after I left. Yeah, then I left uh, midway after I met left midway through the fourth. I think we went for it on fourth down, didn't get it. And then I left. I'm like, okay, I'm gone. I'm not staying. And next day I know they done scored twice. <laughs> so, so but it was a good game. It was, I mean, it was a good experience. I'm not gonna say it was a good game, but it was a good experience uh to be there for my first time and bracing that that Hulk, you know. Yeah, the good. The good thing about it, the sun was out, so I think that was, that helped a little it? bit. It, well,
0: it, it'll be better with the sun than it, it is. It was. It was.
2: It was. It was windy. It, it yeah, was the wind. Yeah. If, if it wasn't as windy, it would have been much easier to bear. But it was. It was very windy. Them gusts was crazy. So yeah. So I guess we'll yeah. Let's start there.
0: Uh, busy, busy week in sports here, but. Um, you know, after this, Buffalo went two games remaining for the Bears. Uh, they got Detroit and Minnesota. We're at Detroit on Sunday. My biggest fear here, or let me see, my question is should Justin really play these last two games?
2: He definitely should play a Detroit game, in my opinion. Why? Why? Ideal conditions. What's that? Well, I mean, it's a dome, like,
0: I think he should play. What 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 what's he going what's he getting out of this? Just
2: just reps. I don't reps. know. Come on. I, I don't know. I think he should play. Me. I just my thoughts. Well, I mean. Well, why? What
1: what 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 about him playing makes you say he should play? Like what is he getting from a competition against a team that is more talented, has more to play for than what his team does. What is he getting out of a game where whatever reps he, quote-unquote, may get won't mirror the same personnel he currently has on his roster now? Well,
0: we, we hope not.
1: It won't. It just won't. It can't. I mean, you know, just 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 by the nature of the NFL with attrition and, and that normally, I mean, that's going to change. And then this team is in the, in, in the midst of revitalizing itself so it should be even more changes incumbent upon the GM and the rest of the front office so you know he might have one or two of these receivers but the ones he has he's I mean Mooney he, he's you know he's done for the season you know Claypool may still be here I think he's still banged up so you know commit okay but this offense should not resemble a lot of what we've seen so far this year in the sense that it's got to be more progressive. You know, you're not going to win in the NFL with this offense. Even though the scheme may bring us his athletic abilities and talents, he's going to have to be able to pass the ball. He has to be more sophistication with this passing, uh, with the passing attack with the offense. Otherwise, they're, they're going to be stagnant. Teams are going to know how to defend you because they're going to base it off of what they see from the tape this year. I, I don't think any reps he's getting here is helping him. I will say that possibly him learning how to deal with adversity and deal with adversity with his teammates and them, and them his teammates, those that remain, see him mature and grow as a leader. The type of guy, unlike his, uh, his 2021 uh, classmate in terms of the draft, uh, Zach Wilson, where Zach Wilson's teammates can't stand his ass. Justin's teammates is just the opposite to where they're like, Hey, there's a lot of respect there. I, I mm. think maybe the growth and, 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 experiencing those things, you know, collectively, the solidarity that comes from that, you know, those shared experiences, that is a reason why him playing. I can kind of see it. That being said, the fact that he's had shoulder injury although it's not throwing arm, but he's said a shoulder, he said so, a shoulder separation he recently said he could barely walk last week and and now you got him playing Not you obviously, but the next game is going to be on turf. I'm like, dude, a cat like him. I mean, I don't want to see an ACL blowout this late in the year because he's playing on artificial surfacing. Uh, To me, I don't know if it's the juice is worth the squeeze as they say. I'm like, look, man, I I seen, we've seen enough from you this year to know that physically you have the capabilities, you know, you, you know, you're, you're, your, your integrity as a football player, as a parent, your leadership skills have shown themselves, displayed themselves. All the questions that I need to know about whether or not you're someone we want to invest in have been answered. I don't need to see you get beat up anymore because I want to put this investment in you. I don't need to see my investment take a few dings unnecessarily just for the sake of
0: a few reps. He's, he started what, 15, 14 games this season? Mm-hmm. That's, it's enough, man. You you talk, you look at your offensive line. White hair is out. Yeah. Tevin Jenkins probably is out. Uh you're rotating Larry Borum and 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 Dieter Iceland uh at left guard. God bless Bo- you. Thank tight. you. Thank you. Thank you. Borum, by the way, looked awful at left guard. I I think it was his first time at left guard last week. He looked awful there. Why take why take the chance? You're not planning for anything at this point. I could see if you're if you're planning for something right now, you cool. Are, you are planning for something. What are you planning for? you plan for to ruin their hopes and dreams that, on um, other. I'm good I'm good on that this year. <laughs> That's not a moral victory I care about. Yes.
1: Yeah. Yeah, there, there, there's there's a, time, a
0: victory. There's a time and place for those. You know, I remember uh, uh 2000 um the Bears went up to Detroit last game of the year. Uh, there was some turmoil in the Bears' locker room because uh, K. McDowell—it was his final year with the team—and and and, and uh, the entire team, were they were tired of his antics, so they basically they um, they almost uh, uh, what's what's the word I'm looking for? Mutiny. They said mutiny. Yeah, they weren't going to play if if K. McDowell started that game. They wow. end up starting Shane Matthews. They go to Detroit. Detroit needed a win for the playoffs, and the Bears beat him in the final game of the season. Good moral victory, you know what I'm saying, okay, cool. We don't have that here this year this year. we're playing for the number one pick in the draft right now that 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 tells you no we don't we don't need to play our 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 hopeful quarterback of the future right now i i don't I don't think it's worth it yeah.
1: Or at the very least, we're playing to, to maintain number two.
2: <laughs> well, right. We keep, right. We right, keep right. Well, yeah, I don't we'll even if, even if just, I don't. I don't think, I think we a, keep two regardless, right? Well, if you, if you mess around
0: and <laughs> win these last two games, but I don't, look, I don't win, I don't, win I don't, both
2: of them. Yeah. yeah, I think that's. I don't. I don't, I don't win
0: both. But but I don't. I don't. Yeah, I don't. I don't think we have to worry too much about that. But
2: just I don't. I I wouldn't mind saying the whole. Maybe it's. Maybe
0: oh, it's selfish me. Yeah. I I don't I ain't
2: trying to watch the Bears and he's not playing. I don't I don't like be me being selfish
0: and wanting to see him play. I don't I don't need I mean that'll be I mean but, don't get me wrong that's that would be cool just you know just have some entertainment the next the next correct. two Sundays you know the final the final weeks of the of the season of the Bears season anyway uh but yeah I don't I
2: don't need him playing uh the rest now, of now I will say this I will say if if the game plan is gonna be as vanilla as it was this past week, it's no point in playing them at all. Like, you know, so if it if, if they're gonna come out just okay, we're just gonna be playing as hell with what we do to to try to assure that everyone stays safe, then it's no point in playing them.
1: Well, I, I think last week the, the, the game plan had a lot – the weather affected a lot of the game plan. And then and, and, and some of the personnel situations on the offensive line and may also have affected some of their conservatism when it came to the play calling. So I do think it would be closer to what we've seen throughout most of the year if, they, if, if Justin is to play with uh, the, the team in Detroit. That being said, uh, Detroit, although they struggled last week defensively the defense has been playing better and they had they are playing for something and they're at home and Detroit has always been a more difficult place to win at you know they they played you know traditionally played better at home and this team has some decent speed uh and Justin embarrassed them last time you know with some of his runs and so I think they're going to do whatever they can you know they're going to learn from that and they're going to find ways to contain him if not stop him and in those containment situations, you know, you're putting Justin at risk again to what they said. It's unnecessary. Like, what are we playing for? Like, what are we doing here? You know, I, I don't, I don't know where he gains. You know, it, you know. Sometimes they say, you know, when you make, when you play, when you go to the playoffs, you know, like in basketball, it's like, well, why go to the playoffs if you know you're going to lose in the first round? And then the answer is, well, you get some playoff experience. You don't know what it's like until you actually get there and you see the difference between the regular season and the post Boy, in that situation right now.
2: Boy, you know, we're in the Okay. I get that. I get that. What if, what if they go out there, and they get a win. We're on an eight game losing streak. I understand how winning kind of hurts,
0: but what does it, what does it matter though?
2: Yeah. I, I don't care if, it, if they lose 10 or 12 in a row.
1: And I'm not even talking about play. I'm not even talking about positioning for Possible draft picks i'm just saying i literally don't see whether he wins or loses i don't see where justin necessarily benefits in comparison to the risk of him being out there Does that makes sense I don't yeah make i sense
0: hear it. you i hear you
1: um yeah he could very well win i mean you know that'd, that'd be great and you know woo-hoo, and there's a bears fan it's nice and he get to beat Detroit, you know, keep them humble a little bit or whatever the case is, but you know, at what price you know, does Justin come out of that game with a win, but, you know, banged up, something else is banged up. You know, yeah, he's, he's young, got time to heal, but you know what, man? I, if I'm investing in you, I need to take care of that investment a little bit better than, than what they've gone.
2: I, I don't think you all are wrong at all. I don't. I mean, I think I'm more on both sides here. If they sit them, I won't be mad. If they play them, I won't be mad. It's like <laughs> it's like I, I, I mean, I think I've said before, I I I understand like, I believe in the value of learning how to win, but I do understand how this roster is constructed where okay. it's like like us being competitive has been kind of wins for us this season because we don't really have a roster that even if we win Sunday, like you said, most of the guys that will be on the team won't I, benefit from having that experience I don't, of winning. I don't
0: so, I don't know if there are, are 15 players on this roster right now that are going that to be here. Retire. Yeah, yeah. yeah.
2: That, that's start, crazy. That, that's, that start that 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 start
1: right no right no start no I think you been on the damn team
2: <laughs> <laughs> I mean nah, no I don't no need more the... than that you you can't bring in a whole new fifty three <laughs> no you said fifteen no if fifteen if right that? that's 38, that's <laughs>
1: 38 new bodies
0: not not guarantee, not guaranteed spots so what so what's the point of of trying to trying to get a win here.
1: At this yeah, point. Makes, all sense. All time, makes sense. Makes sense. I mean, think about it, man. Like, like you can go down the line, man. I mean, sh- you talking about cats playing on the offensive line that we ain't heard all year. You think that yeah. dude's going to be back next year? Yeah,
2: that is true.
1: He's happy. He's like, ooh, I get off the practice squad. Thanks, coach.
2: Offense.
0: Let's hold on, hold on. We can go offensive line. I think Braxton Jones is back. Tevin Kevin Jenkins is, is back. back. That's it. Yeah, Leatherwood,
2: will be back, right? I mean, we, yeah, have do. to, we don't. We don't know that. but us, <laughs> I thought <laughs> I heard us picking him up. We, where we have him. I'm saying with us claiming him off waivers, he's. We take on that rookie deal. I, I, maybe I heard wrong. I don't know. You might
1: be I, right, but the rookie deal is his rookie deal is only got like what, what two more years left. That's what I'm saying.
2: Yeah, I know it's not like weird, like. Overly committed yeah, yeah. to him, but it's a guy that will be on the team. But uh, we could, we could let him go. I mean, so
1: yeah. yeah. I mean, you know, Raiders paid him two years longer than we would have. You know, or <laughs> a year longer than we would have.
0: Let's, yeah, let's I, see. I don't know. Receiver Mooney Claypool. Claypool. That's it. A maybe.
1: maybe maybe Harry, but that's a maybe.
0: Okay, running back Herbert Ebner. Well, yeah, yeah, Evner be back because he's still on a rookie deal. Okay, right. So what's, that? what's that? What that? What did that? What did I say there? That's six. Yeah, I think more obviously, guys obviously, obviously, than Justin that. is seven. And yeah. then if you go go to the commit oh, eight, okay, go to the defense.
2: Brisker, Brisker, Gordon, Johnson, Gordon. Johnson, Gordon. And I think Jalen Jones might stick around. He's been playing better. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's and he's cheap. He could definitely possibly
0: be a be a uh, uh, a nickel. Jack be back. Jack will be Same back. Boy? Yeah, Same Jack boy. will be back. Yeah, he better. <laughs> and we, haven't the,
2: got, we haven't got. We haven't got the, the fifteen
0: yet. Yeah, I don't, don't think there's nobody line. guaranteed. I don't the know line. about the
2: line. Yeah, the line. Yeah. Oh yeah. Maybe him. Muhammad. Maybe Muhammad because I'm saying. he the
1: system. And then. Everybody else who's on the backups, so it's like, you know, I hope hey. hope you got a good relationship with a position coach.
0: So yeah, yeah. I I don't see the value in even trying to trying to build a winning type culture with these guys because it's not gonna it's, right. the roster's not is not set or not close to being set, I should say. So uh let's move on to a to a even more dysfunctional team. Actually the Bears aren't really Dysfunctional now.
2: No, they're just not no, functional. They're not. Just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I, I've but seen is, many people say this is the most entertaining three and twelve team they've seen. Yeah, yeah. I haven't, I haven't, <laughs> without hands down.
0: <laughs> usually, yeah. If if the Bears are at this point a three win team, I'm usually out. Yeah. And I'm and I'm ticked off every time I watch a game. I'm. I've been fine all year. I
2: this mean, was, just think about how down we were. What was that? Trubisky's last season. That yeah. was our. Was that our first? And that season? was a. That was a playoff team. And we a were <laughs> team. exactly. And we were we were coming on here. Yeah, going exactly. crazy. <laughs> so yeah. It's all. Uh, so
0: I we're we're moving in the right direction. The Denver Broncos. That's a different story.
2: Ooh,
0: uh, they fired their head coach Nathaniel Hackett after 15 games. Another moral victory for Chicago. Yeah, I'm so wait, wait. glad didn't, we didn't get Russ.
1: <laughs> Hackett didn't make it through the season. Didn't
0: the make it through year, the, the season. First
1: year coach didn't make it through the season. How rare is that?
2: When they let Steve Vokes go, he at least made it through the season, right? With,
0: yeah, yeah, he made. Yeah, he yeah. got through. Yeah, yeah,
2: yep. I believe it this. I saw yeah, I, It's I, only five coaches to not that, make it out there make first it, season, yeah. and outside of. Hackett and uh Meyer last year, the rest of the coaches were like
0: I think Lou Holtz is on that list. Not yeah, Lou, Lou Holtz the Jet, that, and the, and like the, really? in the 70s yeah. or something like yeah. that. Yeah, the when Lou the Holtz with the Jets. Oh Jets, with the Jets. Jets, right? The Jets. Um, uh, right. right. uh, I think Bobby Petrino is on that list when he was in yeah. Atlanta. Yeah, yeah, Uh well no but, but Petrino wasn't but, that up. But but Trino left, though. He left. Fired. He didn't get fired. by the He didn't. He didn't yeah. make it through the season, though. He left. He left to, yeah. to take a yeah. college job.
1: Yeah, I mean, you know, you leave me on volition. It's like okay, but you get fired through the season, man. It's how bad? are you, I mean, how bad do you have to be? They're like, you know what, man? Take, take your take your ass
2: on out of here. We'll got to we'll, go pay, we'll pay you. We'll pay you. Well, no problem. You got we'll you got a hacky situation, oh, as I but think. But you know what? Though, a little different. I,
0: here's the deal, man. I I can't see Russell Wilson falling that badly in 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 a year's time. And it's not like like Russ was a system guy because he played for a defensive coach in Seattle his entire career. So yeah,
1: well, those guys, guys those
0: guys were in and out
2: Late. during his. He
0: was there what eleven years. Right.
2: You hear some of the things that was being said mm-hmm. prior to this season of like a lot of people were speaking on his decline. Mm-hmm. And, and he showed me this year that numbers could be misleading. Because so many, I mean, it was tripping me out. I'm like, man, Russ is Russ is like that. And then I quickly switched on him, probably like three or four games into the year. Like, oh man, Russ is really just the guy, like everybody has been saying. And then well, it went to just, Russ is just bad. Like, what is going on here? But like, I think it's more so what was going on in Seattle was he was able to go off script because of his athleticism more often than not. I don't. I think maybe his athleticism has faded. And And he's not able to to play that way anymore.
1: And I'm not saying you're – I'm not discounting what you're saying. That that can very well be the case. Um, I don't wholeheartedly agree, however. I think kind of combining what you're saying with this possibility that Russ being in Seattle for as long as he was, he knew that system in and out. So he knew what he could do, where he could do, and how he can do it. And not only that, but the personnel wasn't it like he had a massive overhaul of the personnel. You know, he had guys for a number of years. So mm-hmm. you develop that synergy. Like, I know where you're going to be. You know where I'm going to be. You know when I roll here, how to roll with me. So now you come to a completely different team, and the offense is different. The rhythm, the timing, the personnel, the coaching style, how plays are called, how they are gotten into you. All of that stuff isn't what he's been used to. And adding on to what you said in terms of, yeah, he's not 23, he's 32, or something like that. You know what I'm saying? The numbers are kind of reversed now. Mm-hmm. So so where he could have maybe bought some time, he's not able to buy as much time. But keep in mind, the offensive line fell apart. Garrett Bowles' injury and a lot of other guys on the offensive line aren't that good. They lost his running back. Um, Tim Patrick, I think that's his name. Uh, the other wide receivers, tall, tall, he got hurt at the beginning of the year. So, and then another, another receiver, I think, got hurt as well. Um, so, and he, he didn't have the tight end. Jerry,
0: Jerry Judy was out for a little bit.
1: Jerry Judy was out for a bit. So, I, 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 and then you 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 throw in trying too hard, and then you throw in the things that Russ has been doing while he's been in, in Denver, which seem to be off. Putting to his teammates. So now, are the guys really blocking for you? Are they really playing their heart out? You know, are they really playing with the same kind of energy he, that you got in Seattle? Yeah. I, I, th- I think there's so many, so many things. All that to say that getting rid of the coach may be something that could be a solvable situation if you bring in the right person. But the question is, yeah, what well, coach is gonna be? Job. Yeah, who's gonna want that job? Because from what I've been hearing, Russell's got like his own office. <laughs> you know, he you mm-hmm. know several parking space. Just things that do that make your teammates look at you like really, really do. This is what you own, and kind of you know being a prima donna kind of you know, you know being that you know that dude who's like you know right. does that and make it, it, that's, that that's dear to, to his
0: teammates? I hope that this is it's a humbling experience for him. So that he can he can come in, and say, "Okay, we got off on the wrong foot. Let's start over." You know, maybe he goes and you know he gets some gifts for the offensive line. You know, you saw you saw uh, Fields by the way bought the offensive line. Uh bought them all Weber grills. Um,
1: yeah, because they burnt up. <laughs> well,
0: <laughs> hey, fat Fat boys like the grill, man. That's that's real. So. <laughs> So, but, uh, but no, no. Seriously, though, Russ has to—he's got to he's do something to endear yeah, himself to his teammates, man. Because, like you said, the the word coming out of there, and and even going back to the Seattle days,
2: starting to come out. Yeah, and that's that's yeah. the thing. That's the thing. The stuff you was hearing from those guys when they were starting to leave Seattle. Yeah, and it was like, ah, they just they just better like. And now you're seeing those things come to light with a new team it's like you know damn this dude has been very phony like you and, know and how do you bounce back from that
0: and the, Bron- the Broncos team, the the Broncos have they there's no other way but to hope that Russ comes back because <laughs> Man, but they they lost the draft picks, right? Yeah, they they they,
1: well, they they have they have, they, have, they have a first round pick. They got one back. They they got a uh, late first round pick. It's they got West, they got Miami's. From I'm Barry sorry, Miami's, right? From okay, okay. okay.
0: Yeah. Uh Russ is but, tied up. They can't. I mean, but people at think least it, to 2025.
2: Yeah, before and they people, can before they can cut them. And people thinking if they uh, because a lot of people, of course the name that's going out is uh. John Payton. right? They like if that's an option, they probably have to trade that first round pick because he's still is he still stay under stay contract still,
0: with the Saints? He's still on his right. Oh wow! But you know, I don't know if I don't know if Peyton. I would assume
2: I don't think he would want that job. Yeah,
0: yeah. I would assume he would want to go somewhere where they're a little closer to winning, and he can and he can you know uh, develop his own guy.
2: You know, it's it's weird, though, because it's like people saying the Broncos can't go for a new head coach. They need a coach with experience. But it's like if I'm a coach. okay, Frank Wright is somebody that's being talked about. Do I want I just got fired? Do I want to come in there, take that job? And Russ still don't change. Well, Now, now, I mean, is it? is everything is everything's going to transition to strictly on Russ, or is it then going to be, now nah, I done got fired
0: again. Here's the here's <laughs> the upside to it. It's already happened once, right? And they're currently paying Hackett. They're paying that's Hackett. The, that's the good thing. And, they're, and they're, like paying, they're paying Fangio. They're
2: paying Fangio.
0: Oh, oh shit. The, next,
2: the next coach
0: probably is going to be around because I they can't, know. they're not going to be able to afford to pay four coaches at the same time, you know what I'm saying? Wow! Uh,
2: I didn't know Vangio was still getting paid. Yeah,
0: yeah. So uh, that that's I think that's a that's a good thing for for maybe, maybe for coaches doesn't. to look at. Hey, I all got I, say, I may have a little does bit make more the job security. a
2: little more appealing because yeah, you yeah. got a little more security.
0: <laughs> but that's just a bad that's just a bad situation, man. But bad yeah, situation. man, I I, I and I, I, just I was a huge Russ fan. Yeah, like, I just hope I for don't... Russ to say, I like Russ, man. At least I did. And especially he got, he got Sierra. Well, good for him. <laughs> good <laughs> for him. That might be
1: why he got the big head now. I'm sure that's why. I'm sure that's why.
0: That's I'm sure that's why. I probably would be the same way. No doubt. Uh, let's go down to Miami. Uh, and, and what's going on there? Uh, they lost a a, a a big game against Green Bay uh, on Christmas Eve. Or was that Christmas Day? Christmas maybe. Day. Christmas Day. Christmas Day. Yeah. My, I talked to my dad who, uh, he doesn't watch much football, but for whatever reason, he tuned into that game. And he called me and said, man, did, did that quarterback throw that game? I said, no, why you say that? Because. He threw those three interceptions in the fourth quarter, and it looked like he threw them right to the Packers. <laughs> <laughs> and, then, and 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 then, uh, yeah, you come to find out, he was he was concussed, uh, suffered a concussion on the on on a hit, you know, earlier in that game, and that made that and, and maybe was, wasn't seeing fan, straight,
2: and a fan on TV was able to. To point out the possible hit yeah i I have so many questions, so many so so how does that here. how does that happen twice in the same season in the how? same
0: the same organization
2: how how, especially when we watched the Bears play Atlanta, and the game was stopped yeah and it didn't look like Brisker or Gordon was. In any or, issues, but they, they literally stopped the, the down to
0: pull them off the field. Montgomery as well. Montgomery had a play in the Atlanta game. Yeah. Yeah. Like, where they, and, they pulled, they pulled was Montgomery so, off the and field. And it was like,
2: what the hell is going on? Yeah. Like, yeah. And then you have this guy who, who, I don't know, I'm, I have a laugh, but it's not funny. who almost who looked to have almost died on national TV From a it head? Looked it, looked it looked very bad. bad. Like so how are you not overly watching this guy? How is that even possible? You know how it's possible.
1: Because unlike Miami, the Bears weren't playing for anything. Bring these guys up. You know, let's, let's you know, stop it. Miami, but, has like, man, the Miami's like, we, 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 we but need I thought the back.
2: league, but I thought the league, the league the does that these though, these calls. It's not the teams, it's the well, league. The team, spotters. The team, well, the team, the team should be having a spotter and
1: they should spot it. Because to your point, after what happened to him on that was a Thursday or Monday night game where he looked like he might be paralyzed or worse. Somebody in the team should definitely be there. And I and I but Miami got called out.
0: They got, got out called out the first out. time. Oh, yeah. And they and they and they found a scapegoat because they fired somebody they over fired
1: there. Fired the guy,
0: yeah. Yeah, right. the first the first time. So who's the scapegoat so, now?
1: I, look, man, I, I put on the Miami organization. I do because you, you 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 know you you gotta take care of these guys. I mean, I know you're paying them, I've seen some amount of money, some of these players, and this, that, and such but they're human beings. And like I said earlier, you want to protect your, if, if nothing else, just a business sense. You want to protect your commodity. Get those guys out of there, man. If it looks like anything funny is going on or at least bring them for observation at the very least. There's no reason why after the first interception or maybe even the second interception, hey man, why don't you go in the tent right quick? Make sure you're okay. You know, something, you know, it looks a little funny out there. Like, what are you, what are you watching? I don't think the player, I don't think a lot of times, man, the players are valued for the human beings that they are. I really don't. But again, I look at me and say, why did you draft to my five to begin with? He's a nice guy, but I think he's just a guy. I don't think there's, nothing about him says to me that I would take a player who had all the talent that he had around him in Alabama and then has a serious hip injury He's scraping six feet tall with a decent arm over someone who's 6'5, 230 with a bigger arm and no history of injury, in Justin Herbert. You're going to take Tua over Herbert. Really?
2: Yeah. And That's, then, that was your and, problem to begin with. And, and here's the thing. For the first few years, you, you're trying to prove why you don't like him. Exactly. Which is, which is even crazier. Like, even crazier. <laughs> And so well, they, wait, you know,
0: wait, wait, <laughs> wait! They, they weren't the only ones that that wanted to over over Herbert, though.
2: But but I'm but I'm saying, why were they spending <laughs> years trying to prove why they didn't like him? Is what's odd to me. Uh,
0: <laughs>
2: yeah,
1: and then and they spent all that
2: money to get all that and talent now, And now you leaving them out there to die. Like you still don't want them. <laughs> like, we gonna Little get value. everything out of you this year and then hey if we have to move home hey it wasn't on us injuries took over like it's it's weird it's weird
1: it's it's weird and i don't know i'm just throwing mad speculation out there but it's gross negligence on a lot of people's part i'll put it that way from the nfl offices to the miami organizational pieces that are out there be it the general manager the coaching staff whomever but also, too, you know, hell, your teammates, like, bro, you know, your you, you guys are brothers in arms, like, dude, talk to that man, like, dude, are you good? Mm-hmm. If not, man, you know, as your brother, I'm going to tell you, man, you know, you need to sit your ass down because, you know, the, the, the stuff was scary the first time and we don't need yeah. to go through that. Like, like you mess with my mental Acuity here, <laughs> you know, when you take it as abuse and you're out here freezing on the court or on the field, looking like you got some kind of aneurysm or some kind I mean, of paralysis situation I mean, going on or worse, dude, are you good?
2: So I think, mean, and it's a fail. It's a fail. Making, on everybody's part. making us making us second guess why we out here, you know, like yeah. you know. So
1: you're scaring yeah. my kids.
2: You know, they have, what's
1: wrong with Tua, uh, and change the subject. Yeah. Yeah. So so yeah, man. That that that's messed up, dude. And here's the thing: people might think you know I have an extra grind with two. I I don't. I I I mean, it seemed like a a a good dude for all intents and purposes. And you know, I don't have a problem with anybody having success. You know, you 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 know, in the league, I'm, I'm I'm rooting for your success as opposed to rooting against you. But man, dude, I. Something weird in Miami, bro. Something's weird. Like you just said, smoke, you know, two, three years they spent trying to trade him, get rid of him, and now you know he he's a catch meow, but you won't protect him.
2: <laughs> I'm getting <laughs> next signals. It's insane. It's insane. insane. I'm getting signals.
0: All right, let's move on to uh college football, a little HBCU football here. Uh, Ed Reed, NFL Hall of Famer has been hired as the head coach at Bethune Cookman university, uh, SWAC member. Uh, I, I, I heard a, a quote from him a while back saying that, that he was definitely considering, uh, going to the, uh, to the college game and following in Deion Sanders, footsteps. Uh, he thought the HBCU route would, would be a good route. Uh, I think it's a good hire. Good hire for uh, for BCU.
1: I think so because unlike Dion, and I'm not knocking Dion, but unlike Dion, I've seen Ed for several years on sidelines. You know, whether he's consulting as a coach or somehow contributing, you know, with within the construct of a, of a staff, you know. So he, you know, he's getting an idea structurally how to be a coach, which is different when you're a player. You see it, but as as a coach being involved in it or being even a consultant in some capacity, you're seeing how that structure, you're seeing it from a different vantage point. So I think he's getting, he's gleaned some of that experience already. Um, and obviously I, I believe, I say obviously, but I think he and Dion probably have, you know, certain closeness and camaraderie. So he's even vicariously learned through Dion's experiences. So I think bethune Cookman's getting someone who's a bit more seasoned as um, a coach. I don't know how he is administratively speaking, but as a coach, I think they're getting someone who has a bit more practical experience, you know, at at higher levels, other than just say high school or I'm helping my kid in this flag football team kind of situation. Um, also, I think Ed Reed from his playing days was a student of the game. He wasn't just an athlete out there right, making athletic right. plays. He was very much a student of the game, and there's a reason why he was always in the right place at the right time because he knew where to be. And I think that attention to detail he can also bring into the mix. So I think it's a good hire. I just don't know how long he's going to be there at Bethune Cookman. That's the only question. Yeah, so he's going to be there yeah. for five years. Cool. If he's there for two years, you know, I feel like you know he's. I feel like once again someone's using, you know, HPCU uh, as a stepping stone. And that's the state of college. The coaches don't do that, but it just almost seemed like, well, I can't get in over here. I know I can get in here. That's what it seems like.
2: I don't think it's that for him, though. And and I, I, I'm not, I'm not saying I think he's choosing HBCU to be an HBCU lifer. But I think his personality is different from, like, Dion's. Like, Ed, Eddie George has been at Tennessee State for a while. And, you know, we don't view him as someone who's just using that to to build, uh, Tennessee, Tennessee and he,
0: State hasn't made the jump yet, though. Either
2: I'm, I'm like, how good have they been since he's been right. there? But that's what I'm saying, and that, but I think that's where it all comes down to that personality with Air Reed. Can do he have that charisma to turn that program around quickly? And that um, that's why that's why I'm like, I don't know how how soon he might move i need to see a year or two to see how he make the changes at Bethune. because dion De- came in loud he came in loud boisterous, and he he sold it he sold it i don't see ed reed being that type of guy and that's it's nothing wrong with that like it's nothing wrong with that i just i think ed reed might stick around a little longer it might I feel it will take him a little longer to build it up to then move versus how quickly Dion was able to. So I, I'm not saying I don't see him possibly leaving. I just think it'll take some time. It won't be three years like Dion. Yeah, uh, I don't. Year I just do Yeah, I don't know if he can come in and make that impact that soon.
1: I, I think coaching wise. I think he can, but the thing is you don't win in college football just because you can coach, right? You got to, you got yeah, right. and, 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 and that's where, that's where, that's where Dion is exceptional. So I don't think Dion, you know, I wasn't, I'm like, I don't, not like your schemes here are really blowing anyone's mind here. You're just out-talenting the team you're
2: playing.
1: And, and, yeah, and to your question, yeah, is because it's not just about Ed Reed in terms of his his ability to communicate and convey things as a coach. It's also can you connect with mm-hmm. other coaches? Do you have enough charisma to bring in the coaches that are going to help yeah. you recruit and then keep them like you? What's your coaching staff look like? Because those are the guys that are doing a majority of the grunt work or leg work to get your, your players in there. Then what kind of players are you going to be able to attract? And then infrastructure wise with the NHL, NILs and, and so on and so forth, what's in place there? So you can get some of these guys that you may not have otherwise gotten, like Dion was able to do. So yeah, that, that that's the questions I have administratively speaking as a head coach. That's where my, my my dilemma is in terms of is he the right man or not for the job. But as far as
2: the X's and O's and motivate, no problem with that. Yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't think him on the field. I think his team is going to be very well coached, mm-hmm. but I, I have my questions on the recruiting and the and I dealing with the NIL and all that type right. of stuff. That's where I had those questions and wonder: does does he have that charisma to sell it?
0: Mm-hmm. You, yeah, you, you know,
2: can't you can't mimic Deion, but but you can put your own spin to it. And what what way could he do that? You know who their athletic director is, there, right? Mm-hmm. Reggie Reggie Theus.
1: Really?
0: Yeah. Yeah. Huh.
1: Okay. Didn't know uh,
0: that. Yeah. Um he
1: went he with the UNLV. How huh? he found his way to Bethune Cook. <laughs> man He's got been
0: e. He's been there a couple of years, but uh okay. but I think I think it's a good hire. Is it is being a stepping stone, is HBCU's becoming a stepping stone to say power five schools? Is that a bad thing? I don't I don't, I don't think, think so. I don't
2: think it is. I don't think so.
0: I've been think I've been thinking about that since since uh since Deion made the jump to Colorado. I
2: don't, I don't think so, and I, and I I've said I've had this talk with other people who've had their issues with Deion doing it. But my thing is, we've complained so much about the lack of representation at the Power Five. Yeah, yeah. Until that representation came from the HBCU. Yeah, like like we can't have it both ways.
0: I ain't, gonna, I ain't gonna lie my my feelings were hurt but you know I think I've gotten over it now and uh yeah I don't I don't think it's that it, I think it's a good it, it's, it will it will be a good thing
2: how, how else how else do we do we do it then
0: yeah yeah if you if know, if real good coaches see hbcus as a viable option to 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 build themselves up
2: I think it could help go us. for it go I think for it, it. could help not?
0: us why not you know I think it could
2: help us man like Bring on a new way of okay. The HBCUs is helping black coaches get to the higher levels in coaching. Yeah, you know, I mean, it's, it's many positives to look at it, and and it might it might end up beginning to start a like I think of, of a pipeline, a funnel where those coaches that come in and they start at the HBCU level get to the bigger schools and then help that school that they were promoted from. Yeah, become you know continue to grow, you know, and build relationships to grow financially and things of that nature. You know, I think it's positives throughout the whole thing.
0: They could become the new MAC. You know, the MAC has always been a uh, a place Great where coaches. Yeah, yeah, uh, where you know the Big Ten uh, mm-hmm. gets a lot of their elect their coaches from uh, the Mid American Conference. So maybe you can, you know. You can get on that level. I think that that's nothing but a good thing. So so Ed Reed to bethune Cookman. I, I I think that's awesome. Hopefully uh, hope we can get some players down in Daytona Beach, Florida.
2: Well
1: he's from Florida, right? Ed.
0: Yeah. He Is he? Miami. I know he went to, went to Miami. Miami. I don't I don't think
2: he's from Florida though. So where's look he at from? that? I think he's I think Let's he's from see. Louisiana. It really is from Louisiana, Louisiana, yeah. Oh, he, yeah. Is, okay. he is, he is. Yeah. Well, I mean, that's even better. You, Louisiana boy who has got yep. he uh, to, to, the, to the panhandle state,
0: he went to Destrehan, yep. Yeah, so, uh, so yeah, so I think just him being at the being you know from the U, mm-hmm. I think those Florida, the Florida guys will, will definitely uh, gravitate to that. Uh, it's gonna be tough now, you know, because. Their their big rival is Florida AM. and M, so they're always fighting for recruits, uh, down in that that central Florida area. Um, but yeah, he, he can he can do some good things, man. But Cookman's got a, uh, I don't know if they're on a the level of Jackson State when it comes to uh, uh, to their fan uh, participation. Fan base. Yeah. yeah, they got they got a great band, great band there don't I mean, had
2: been mostly known for their baseball until recent memory. But,
0: but I would say yeah, but they have a lot of lot of uh players from the uh the Caribbean, right? They used to. They used to okay,
2: okay. They 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 used to. So that coach, she ended up leaving and came and went to Alabama State. Okay. And took that coach to Alabama State. Now he's at FIU. Okay. So but he was at he was causing hell at Bethune. Yeah, he, I remember that. Yeah. He yeah. was beating Miami. He was he was yeah. he was he was he had the MIAC on lock for sure. <laughs> but took, took him a while to take over in the swag. But when he, well he actually took him a while to win the swag. Yeah. He he kept having the best team, but couldn't win conference. And then he, I guess he like brought in the big guns. Them boys went twenty seven and zero, <laughs> <laughs> and didn't lose a swag game all year long. Wow! And then he was gone the next year. Stepping stone. There you go.
0: Yeah. <laughs> hey, let's move on to the uh, the Bulls and the NBA here. Um, this just been a just just inconsistency <laughs> after, after inconsistency, man. They seem to be able to beat the good teams, and and are just terrible against the bad. They got blown out by Houston by by what twenty points uh, the other oh, night. A bad Houston team at home, but then you come in as we as we record tonight. They beat Milwaukee for the second time tonight. Oh, in overtime! Come back! Come back! Victory. Was this um, the
2: second time? Or was second. Fact, this might have been? Yeah. This was the
0: yeah. second
1: time. Okay. Yeah, two and zero against them,
0: I think. Yeah. Oh, you mean you mean overtime or or come? No, no,
1: just just second time Milwaukee, beating Milwaukee.
0: Milwaukee. Yeah, second time beating Milwaukee this year. Yeah. Um, out the you know since we since we've talked, um, they had the uh, their little uh blow up in at halftime. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, that what dress. game was that? That was it was a Sunday game. It was the uh, the Minnesota game.
2: Yes, yeah. we gave up 150 points. 150
0: points. Yeah, to <laughs> to Minnesota. Mm-hmm. And uh, then they came back. They won three straight after that. You know, uh, Zach and Zach and Demar had their, their little powwow. Uh, so everything seemed to be be getting right, and then they lose one thirty three to one eighteen to Houston. Uh, come back tonight and get a get a big win. DeRozan scores forty two points uh, in the ten overtime,
1: rebounds. ten rebounds and five assists. And he, he just—I mean, I'm sorry, ten assists and five rebounds. Excuse me. Yeah, which was okay. shocking that he passed the ball ten times. That, that was
0: right, right, right. But but took over late late in the fourth uh, and the overtime period. Um, and yeah, so a, a big win there, but they, man, they gotta, they gotta figure this out, man. I'd yeah. rather, I, I hate inconsistency, man. I, I'd rather you either be really good or, or just be downright bad. Don't, don't get my hopes up, you know, and beat Milwaukee and then you're going to go into Detroit on Friday night and get blown out by 30. I don't, I don't like that. It's get smoked. Get smoked by Detroit. I don't like right. that. That's yeah.
2: just not cool.
0: Yeah, that's well, I been, mean,
2: that's, that's been the season.
1: That's been the season. And clearly, if we talked about it earlier, that these guys are seven and one against uh, the Celtics, uh, the Heat, Milwaukee, and I think they have a Nets victory, right? One against the Nets. Yeah, as well. they Brooklyn. Yep. Yeah. So clearly, you can do it if you put your mind to it, because you've beaten a couple of teams twice. So if you're losing to Houston and losing to teams that are have a lower win total than you, that just comes down to focus, man, and just man. really caring. And you're not that good; you can just turn it on when you think you want to. And maybe sometimes coming back from behind, like they did today, gives you a false sense of well, we can do this. You know, we put when if we really try. And you you wait until I don't know what, and then you you know you turn it on, but you think you can do it whenever, and that's not always the case. So when you're playing a team like uh, Houston, who's struggling or has a lesser record than you, now they're emboldened by their success against you on the court because you just beat Milwaukee. So they feel like, hey, if you can beat Milwaukee and we can beat you, then we're close to beat Milwaukee too. You know, they're 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 more emboldened. You keep them in the game long enough, mm-hmm. and now they're like, well, shh, we we can we can we can keep at this. You know, you you're giving them hope, so to speak. But I, I don't know, and I don't know if you remember, we were talking about this a couple of weeks back. And we were just saying, like, something's funny on this team. Like, something's not quite like- – these guys say they're playing for each other, but they're not really right. They're not really doing that on the court. as doesn't show. Then they have that blow up, you know, or power mm-hmm. you said, or whatever. And then it seems like, oh, okay, it finally, you know, it kind of spilled over to where we got wind of it. And now it seems like they're playing more more conviction, you know, more solidarity as a team. And then they turn right around and do the same damn thing again and lose the <laughs> You know, so it's, it's frustrating you know you said that's the one of the most frustrating things is dealing with the inconsistent team would you rather have a home run hitter who's hitting 230 or a guy who's hitting the ball 280 with a few home runs you know i'd rather have the consistency than somebody who's just going to show up from time to time and I, I don't know because it makes it very difficult for the front office to decide do we keep this together or do we blow it up and if we blow it up what all am I letting go and and how soon do I need to do that? Or am I letting it go too soon? These guys just need a a aha moment to come together and make it all work.
2: It's frustrating. Yeah, yeah, it's, 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 it's weird because like before we came on, we was talking like last year, the issue was we were beating the bad teams and we couldn't beat the good teams. And that's why everyone had the questions. Oh man, what they gonna do in the playoffs? Essentially, I would love to get those same people who had those questions take now because we're beating the good teams, but we're losing to the bad teams. <laughs> what would they say now? Oh, y'all, it, it, it'll still be the same thing, which is crazy. But, but like I'm looking, I'm just looking at the schedule, and I'm like, okay, we lost to the Magic. This <laughs> was in November. We lost to Orlando. Yeah. Then we beat the Celtics and beat the Bucks back to back, right, right, and then lost to the Thunder. <laughs> like, that, that's
0: inconsistency at its like,
2: best. You know, it, it's like, what the hell, man? What the hell is going on here? And and I, I'm I'm start like listening to you talk, GM. I'm thinking, what it is. When we play those good teams, they're looking at us like how the Bulls look at the bad teams. Yeah, I can see that. Hmm. They're looking serious. at us and we're a pushover, easy win, not as serious, and we get their ass. And then we think, <laughs> and we right. think we're still that good team, and we're on that level. We play that bad team, and we. Going there thinking we just gonna go in there and be able to win, not understanding that these dudes are gonna compete too. Mm-hmm. And when they're young, like these these bad teams are young, so you let them young boys run out on you. Right. <laughs> you gonna have a hard time catching up to them. Mm-hmm. Like you know, so and we're not the greatest defensive team. No. So like you know, so I I really think it's a lack of focus. I think they really think that they that they going into those gangs like oh we we the big dogs with these dudes. And what? and and they haven't realized that these these teams don't fear us. They don't give a damn about the Chicago Bulls. Like, right? so you know, that's yeah. that's one thing I think they gotta understand. I hey, ain't one shit.
1: We're very, we're very narcissistic, and our hubris is getting our ass whooped yeah. against the, the the lesser "quote unquote" teams. Is it? Yeah, we we, we ain't want shit to be so narcissistic. I'm with you. So,
0: can somebody tell me when somebody's gonna knock out Grayson Allen?
1: Man. Dude, why are you even asking that question? That shouldn't have happened, the, big, happened last year. the very next time you saw that cat. That should have been the first thing, yeah. like, like Stacy did back in the day when it, I think it was the pistons or somebody. And you just, it's like, hey, as soon as the game went down, it was like, why not? Like, I, I may get thrown
2: out, baby. Right? When, when, this has to be addressed. I mean, I seriously, I didn't catch most of the game. I caught like so, so, to the to the in the overtime. But my boy, he said, "Man, he was watching. Me. He texted me. He said, man, Stacey King and whoever this other guy is, they want, they want every game Milwaukee played for somebody <laughs> yeah. to put it on Grayson.' You, ha- you have to
0: <laughs> tonight. Tonight, uh, he tries to to set a screen, and he did. He did get nudged by Pat Williams, and he goes and he he bumps Demar." But in the process, pushes him, throws him down, right? And then gives that look like, I didn't do anything. Like what? I was pushed. And, of course, you know, DeMar got up and, you know, they got in their face. Everything was broken up. Right. And then nothing else the rest of the game, man.
2: Put in Tony Bradley. Somebody somebody just come in. Put in, put in Dalen. Put in Dalen Terry. Just tell him come in and just, just
0: tackle No, him no, right. I, don't, I don't know if Dalen, I don't <laughs> think Daylon can do it right. I need, yeah, like you said, uh, uh, Tony right. uh, or a big clumsy,
2: you can give yeah. him a big clumsy.
0: And just give or, him a, th- a farm, give him a farm shiver to the throat, man. That's or if you don't
2: mind losing drumming. Yeah, I mean, Drummond hey. is definitely
0: product. <laughs> hey, and you know what? And the entire team, y'all make enough money. Pull together your resources and pay us fine. And man, this game, get this over with, man. This this dude, this dude clearly has no respect for, for the Bulls. I'm talking about Grayson Allen. No, no respect for this team, man. I'm tired of it. That's just me. And, and they gotta do it quick, man. We only got two more games left against Milwaukee. So they they next time. Soon as soon, soon, soon as the whistle's blown. Like like the hockey players do, man. Ooh, as soon as the whistle blow, drop the gloves. Let's go.
2: We got a stretch ahead of us, though. Who's Detroit, listening? You got Detroit, Detroit, Cleveland, Cleveland, Brooklyn, Sixers, Jazz, Celtics.
0: That's pretty good. What man? The back to the home and homes. We had that against New York uh, last week or two weeks ago. Uh, the home and home mm-hmm. against New York. So we got a home and home against Cleveland now. Yeah, this is this is a uh very tough stretch uh, heading into the new year. Hopefully, uh Cleveland's gonna be here for New Year's Eve, so maybe they'll you know oh, have a big party. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they won't they won't be ready for, for Monday. Hopefully, hopefully. Hey, uh let's move on to picks, man. And uh Let's see. Last week I went 2 and 1. I'm I'm starting to catch up, fellas. Y'all better yeah, watch man. out.
1: Yeah, it's, watch it's, out. Uh, it's kind of disconcerting.
0: Uh I went 2 and 1. I'm 15 21 and 3 overall. Uh Smoke, you went 1 and 2 last week. Uh you are 17 20 and 2. And GM, you went 1 and 2 as well and you are now 20 and 19. Yeah. That's barely over the 500 mark here.
1: Turn right into the Bulls.
0: We go into week 17 of the NFL season. Guess I'll go first here. And I will take... Eagles are going to be playing for something on, on Sunday. I'm going to take the Eagles minus the five and a half. Every time, man. Oh, Now
1: you make me want to go opposite.
0: Hey, I I did well last week, man. You should want it. Mm
1: -hmm.
0: You should want that. That
1: that Bears thing we all joined in on, we all lost that one. We
0: We did. We did. I'm going to take the Jags, fellas. They are uh, giving Houston four and a half. I'm going to take the Jags in that game. And, oh, that line moved up to six now.
1: Which one is that?
0: The Giants and Colts. I think it started at, uh, at three. I'm gonna take I'm gonna take the Giants minus six. Really? Yeah. Against the Colts.
1: Colts look pretty sad.
2: Eagles, Jags, and Giants. Smoke. who you got? Okay, I'm going to go Patriots minus three, Minnesota of uh, Miami. I'm going to go Texans plus four and a half. Versus Jacksonville. Got the face
1: in them Texans, man. Look at that! Some going out on a limb with the Texans. And I'm last going. Time? The last time you thought you'd pick the Texans?
2: Man, I don't know. <laughs> they they've been they've been playing everybody man. really good, and Actually, one what, of their two what? wins were the Jaguars.
0: Smoke it, smoke, it. smoke took the Texans two weeks ago.
2: Right, I that
0: I think he I think we won that I one. think I won that one. Yeah.
2: We both we both took it. They were plus 17 when it was against the the Chiefs. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh no, no I no, the no, yeah. no. Cowboys, Cowboys. 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 Yeah. yeah. Oh no, I lost that one. Oh, we lost that? I lost
0: that one, I think.
2: No, or yeah. did I? I no,
0: I we now. both we both had. It. I think we both won.
2: I I lost that one. I picked the Cowboys. Okay, right. okay, right. okay, right. okay. Right. Okay, okay, okay. And then I'm going to go uh I'm going to go Niners plus, I mean, minus 10 over the Raiders. I hope really? they beat their ass 100 to none. Fucking Josh McDaniels bench Derek Carr. Yeah, dude. I don't get I, it. I, Is, Are they putting the blame on Carr for that?
1: Dude, I don't know. I, I, bro, I, a tale of two seasons. I mean, Carr led that team through all that turmoil. Dude, all part that. Of the league. And make the playoffs. And they that close to winning the playoff game. Yeah just and this dude comes here he's supposed to make a team better and they've been worse
2: just tell like, this proves to me what a piece of piece of crap he is as a coach he left denver on bad terms and then you come to a a ready-made situation he he's like the russell wilson of coaches right.
0: <laughs> took the, he took took the coach's job and then and then backtracked and stayed in new England
1: Dude, Patricia did the same thing You had um, I forget the head coach that was here before him Black head coach Caldwell, Jim Caldwell yeah. Jim Caldwell takes them to back-to-back nine and seven seasons They go to the playoffs one of those seasons Patricia comes in, you know Because Detroit can't quite seem to get over the hump Hey, come close to having a winning record I don't think they came <laughs> close to winning like Nine games in like no. two seasons combined At all yeah, you made them work Like you came in and made them worse. And Josh is doing the same thing, man. So I'm with you, I, but I don't. I think I think ten points is a lot. But who's quarterbacking? If it ain't a uh, Car, because Mariota was a backup last year. Stidham. Oh Stidham. Yeah. Good luck with that, bro. Yeah.
2: <laughs> <laughs> that's why I picked. That's why I picked the, the Niners. Nine you know, Stidham was, the Stidham was in New England. And so
1: McDaniel's is like I'm a I am I know his his worth. I, I he understands me.
2: Okay, all right. Man, Brock Purdy about to dominate that ass. <laughs> <laughs> when, who you got?
1: Uh, I'm going to, you know, whatever, man. You you you, you put the mojo, whatever, voodoo. Four-leaf clover, anti-touch, or whatever you want. Hey,
0: I'm I'm five and one the last two weeks, man.
1: All right. Okay, well, all right, then like the Houston Texans, I'm gonna ride your coattails in. I'm gonna take Philly, uh, getting five and a, I mean giving up five and a half uh, against the Saints. Uh I'm also going to take all my teams, all the games are home, home. I'm taking the home team. Uh, I'm taking New England, minus three against the Dolphins, the two of us. Dolphins and I am taking the Bungles. Actually, I can't count them anymore. They're taking the Bingles. <laughs> uh minus one against uh wait, are they minus one plus one? Yeah, yeah, minus,
2: yeah one. minus one minus yeah. yeah, no, no, no,
1: no. Yeah, yeah, that's that's my one home dog. So <laughs> one point against Buffalo. But I, I think the Bengals they've been so playing means, really wait, well.
0: That means they're gonna win outright. Yeah.
2: Well, I, I I think so. Okay. Think they should. Well, <laughs> Buffalo didn't look that great to me and Buffalo
1: did make a lot of mistakes. And they didn't cold, get away because it <laughs> Yeah, but those interceptions she threw were god awful. And those yeah. cost me a playoff victory, by the way. But anyway, uh those god awful interceptions, uh against lesser teams they got away <laughs> with. But against guys. a good team <laughs> but against a good team, which the Bengals are, I think that if they're that reckless and that uh you know not taking care of the ball the way they should, I think they're going to lose against the Bengals. So, I'm taking the Bengals.
0: Yeah, Glenn, you brought up that playoff loss. I was, I was hoping that we'd have a uh, a yeah. GM versus S Super Bowl yeah. in fantasy. Oh, man.
2: You got to the fun. You got to the championship game. I'm
0: there. Yeah, Glenn, hello, Glenn didn't oh, man, make I it.
2: Get, I got. I fumbled. I gave. I scored sixty four points. Ooh, That's really a blow. That playoff, ooh baby. <laughs> Every single player on my team, though, was playing in bad weather, fucked up temperature. Uh, Every single player, like my court, the guy I was going against had Josh Allen, which is, but I mean, I ain't gonna say Josh Allen was why I lost. He had 26, I think, Fields had 11. And I was fighting myself all week, like man, I probably should start Herbert. That motherfucker only scored five points. I'm like, I'm yeah, glad I didn't yeah. start that motherfucker. Yeah. I'm like, I'm glad I didn't start him. I would have been even madder when <laughs> I went down with who got me there. So yeah, that's that's like, fantasy yeah.
0: football for you, man. I'm a little, I'm a little worried about my uh my my team this week. I don't like my matchups all that much. But well, uh, beat
1: my beat my cousin's ass. I lost my cousins. So, so we'll, we'll <laughs> up on my cousin.
0: So yeah, I'm a little I'm a little worried, but uh this is my second year in a row in the in the title game. So congratulations, I gotta win this year, man. I lost last year, so I gotta I gotta win this year. So Hi, Marty, you. <laughs> you love <that> Marty <laughs> I'm gonna be Marv Marv Levy. Or Marv Levy. Marv Levy. <laughs> All right, well, that's going to do it for this week's edition of the EZ Smoke and the GM Podcast. Thank you for listening. We greatly appreciate it. You can catch our podcast at Apple Podcasts. Google, Stitcher, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Amazon, or wherever you find your favorite podcast You can also catch us at HP53productions.com. There you'll find a link to our podcast and the Father Good podcast hosted by Marshall Givens and Kenny Stevenson, and the Super Duper podcast hosted by Rob Griggs. Everyone, have a safe and happy new year. Glenn? Yes, sir. Please take us out.
1: Hey, like we always say, we ain't saying we're right. We just don't think we're wrong.
0: We'll catch you next week. Be safe out there, everybody.